listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Sunday, James Graham and Dobbo Footy Talk Podcast, a listener podcast. So much to get through. Hello, James Graham. How are you? I'm doing very well, Ben. How are you? Really good. Let's get through it. We're going to talk Titans over the storm. The Cowboys were beaten by the Warriors. What is going on in North Queensland? But before we start, let's get into it. The Broncos flying high, sitting at the top of the table. They beat the Dragons 40 points to 18. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo on a Sunday. Good afternoon. It's Sunday Footy Talk on Listener. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday as we recap what was an awesome weekend so far of footy. G'day, James. How are you, mate? I'm doing very well, Ben Dobbin. How are you? Amazing, mate. Now, listen, let's talk about the Broncos. It was 18 all with 10 minutes to go, and then it ends up 40 points to 18. The Broncos too good for the Dragons. And they flex their muscles and these outside backs of Walsh, Staggs, Cobbo, but most importantly, their captain, Adam Reynolds, showed some elite class last night. Yeah, well, they've certainly got that in them, don't they? That The, the skill, the the speed that these outside backs possess. Even when you look at the, the try that was, was taken off where Cobbo's knocked the ball over Tyrell Sloan's head, like, that's a pretty... Yeah. Like, amazing bit of skill. Obviously, it's not allowed in the game for, for obvious reasons. But, Matt, you know, you, you speak of the, the, the skill of the outside backs, the finishing ability, the control, and, and the boot of Adam Reynolds. But, Matt, I just want to point something out. Their, their middle three. Yeah, unbelievable. Haas, last night. Carrigan yeah. and Flegler. Like, Flegler, 196. Carrigan at 180. And Payne Haas, 240 metres. Like, there's some huge numbers for a middle three. Like they started with Flegler. Numbers. Flegler started for the first time last night, and he, he what he did to Blake Laurie in that opening twenty minute stanza was just absolutely. It was James Graham like. Um, he made it personal. <laughs> no, I, I mean that. I, I spoke to him after the match, and he said he's my opposite number, and it was personal. He said he's a great bloke, but he said he said it's personal when you come up against. Uh, uh, your opposite front rower. And Blake Laurie's a good footballer. He's a real war- workhorse. And absolutely, Tom Flegler, he belted him and belted him and belted him. And after his first break, the numbers weren't as big as what you thought, but they were down. But he put a 30-minute stint together that yeah. was quite phenomenal. Um, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm interested, but- did you used to make it personal in that sense? Is that is that the mindset that you've got to have to be an elite front rower? Look, I guess you you, you want to win that middle third of the field. You you really do. You, you know that you your teammates are, are relying on you. Um, I, I probably looked at it more um, collectively. There were on occasions where I where I knew um, an opposition player um, was so vital for their performance and yeah. their team's performance. Where I knew if I could negate what they were going to do, that helped my teammates out. Um, yeah, but. I was very much in the mindset of let's do this together as a pack. Let's hunt as a pack. Let's get after them because there's no point in one or two of us doing it. We need everybody in that middle six to be getting over their opposition Uh, and we've got to help each other out. We're better together. But you know what as well? Those numbers are fantastic, but uh, it was one of the Reese Walsh tries where I think it was Haas offload to Carrigan, Carrigan around the corner, 
Yeah, and like, then he put the burners on. Yeah, you've never seen Walsh, it. Ha- yeah. Walsh puts the burners on, but all that has come about yeah. from the hard running yeah. of these Brisbane Broncos forwards. And I, I, I like how they mix the game up. They they have they they use their shape a lot as well. Like Flegler passes the ball a bit. Carrigan obviously as well. Um, you know, just that that deception that comes with it. It's uh, it's incredibly difficult to to defend against when you don't know what the opposition middles are going to do and they have that option but then when they do actually tuck the ball under under their arm they're so devastating and they've got that ability to offload late and when you've got guys like Reese Walsh with the the pace and the, and the footwork and the ability to jink and yeah you know stand up at, you know put put the banners on Tyrell Sloan who let me tell you he's one of the fastest in the league like it's yeah, he it's, showed it's, that it's all well it's, all, it's all it's all it's looking really good up there at Brisbane at the moment. Like, they came into this season, a lot of people questioning Kevy. You know, is, is he the right man? Um, lots of outside noise, but it was interesting to hear Kevy Walters after the game as well. Um, when when asked about this game coming next week in terms yeah. of the, the derby, he's like, no, 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 they're not our rivals. We're just the Broncos. Yeah. We're just the Broncos. That's who we are. So they're and really that's starting the arrogance to form. that he won premierships with. And yeah, that's and how they that, play. And he wants to bring that back. And that's the well, way you have to think. Well, well, Dobber, what it comes down to, it's an identity piece. So that's who they are. We're not trying to be anybody else. Whoever comes to town or wherever we go, this is what you're going to face. And yep. I, I really like that about Kevy. I also enjoyed Wayne Bennett's comments about the game as well, like yeah. building up for, for next week. But I really liked how Kevy was just like, nah, this is us. This is who yeah. we are. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't have one of those uh, brain snaps, which he had a few years ago, where he doesn't even mention the Dolphins. Remember those, the old, we're not mentioning New South Wales' name because some <laughs> win, win, win coach, the coach, the coach whisperer had got to him. I just, coach whisperer, I know you're a good bloke. You stay out of it this week. We just, we stay out of it. <laughs> hey, mate, um, let's talk uh, Cowboys Warriors. Uh, there's lots to like about this Warriors side. They beat Newcastle round one. They pushed the, the Roosters in round two. And yesterday, which is one of the hardest assignments you can ask for in the humidity. They go to Townsville and they were trailing 12-6. The Cowboys had put two good tries on. They end up winning 26 points to 12, leading 16-12 at halftime. There is a different mindset to this Warriors side. They are playing a direct through the middle. And, you know, I just love seeing a brutal bunny of foa straight up the guts. He's (laughs) he's a throwback to the old school. Yeah, he he, he sure is. And and you've got to give a, a lot of credit to, to their middle middle third of the field. We spoke yeah. about that with Brisbane. Um, but I want to mention that the, the coach, you know, yeah. Webster went there and, yeah, I guess, you know, thinking back, some other sort of more high-profile names were, were being mentioned and I guess Webster sort of snuck under the radar there. Obviously, he served a great apprenticeship at the Penrith Panthers with Ivan Cleary. And obviously, all the talk was about Cameron Seraldo, the new Bulldogs coach, and what he was going to bring. But he's really brought something to that Warriors. And, you know, I think you can see that they're, whether it's a color, you know, whether it's coincidence, I'm not sure, but they seem, they seem to be enjoying the fact that they get to go home and they're not facing the adversity that they, they have throughout the past couple of years. And when you consider, you know, Reese Robson scores on 13 minutes, yeah. For such a, a quality, quality attacking team like the Cowboys, not to to score points after that, well, you know you can look to the Cowboys and the conditions, but 
ultimately you've you've got to turn up and, and defend that and uh they can take a lot of credit for that they were um they, they're, they're starting to make some noise the warriors and uh yeah, be a lot many, harder than not, people think. There's no two yeah, ways well, about mate, it, and 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 they play with a. I, I like their I like their style of football. I, I think it's it's conducive to, and it's funny, James. We got very technical in rugby league for a few years about different shape and 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 you know running block plays and decoy runners and everything like that. But the teams that are having success, and I'm talking about the Dolphins. I'm talking about Brisbane, the Warriors even the Roosters on Friday night, is it's like we've gone a full circle. Win the middle, you win your freedom. It's as simple as that. If you can go and, – and we went away from that for a little while and there was talk at some stages you don't need that big hard-running front rower anymore in the middle. You need, you know, blokes who quick play the balls and, and all that's great. But if you can bend the line – you even saw what Josh Kerr did last night for St. George. He, he came on – and he made – and that Michael Moller who came on as yeah. well, they made a instant impact because they led with their front and they bent the line. And it's – Yeah, well, it, it's, it's bend, back to it's the old days. the line, Dobber. It's bending the line back and then generating quick player balls and having the players that around yeah. them to recognise what's, what's next. So, yeah, you might have your shape set up, but that's where you've got to throw that out and just go bang, okay – Play on instinct. You yep. know, we saw Sean. You know, we're going back to the to the Cowboys Warriors game with the like Sean Johnson getting in there and jinking around and creating doubt of within the opposition defenders. It's it's great to see. We're seeing lots of quality attacking football, and I think you're right. The 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 shape. It, the, there's still a, a yeah, it's a there, but for, it's not it's still it's, a need for shape. But it, but but the offload style of football and that quick instinct play is is um, is what gets fans on their feet. You know, we see yep. the likes of Katoni Stags. Like, how good's it watching him in full wow. flight? How good's it watching him like get across the field and have a one-on-one battle with with Zach Lomax and and people like that? It's uh, it, it's great to watch. Now, mate, uh, in the early game, and it was like a thousand degrees on the Gold Coast, humidity at a hundred percent. Titans thirty-eight, Storm thirty-four. Um, just a huge opportunity um, for the Titans to win against the Storm, and it was off the Storm mistakes, which is quite unbelievable. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, a, a lot of people, Ben, will will look and say, "Okay, well, the Storm were missing Pappenhausen, missing Bid Nelson." Obviously missing, you know, the, probably one of the best players in the game in Cameron Munster. But, you know, what, what can you say? 17 yeah. errors from, from Melbourne. Yeah, and unbelievable. If, and, and, you know, I think that there was at least two tries from recollection that came directly from those errors, like directly from that's, that's i.e. I, I, they, they made the error and then they scored and that's not to take any... That, that doesn't even include the ones that, you know, they made an error and they scored in the next set of six or it disrupted the play and they scored a couple of sets after. But, you know, when the, when the Storm were leading, I think it was 24-12, just before half-time, the Titans put on a really excellent play where they came... Across, looked open, came short, and Brimson yeah. had recognised that there was a jamming defence. He just puts a lovely kick in for Kelly to score, and that that play, it was you know it, it, it looks it looks like it was instinct, but I think it was by design. He recognised that that you know that switch back against a fullback, an ex, inexperienced fullback that's maybe looking to trail across the the big open side, but 
Brimson's got it on the short side. He re- and then he would have known Melbourne like to come up and in. He's just put a beautiful kick in. And uh, I think that was a, you know, it, you could see it just galvanised the, the Titans and it gave sure. them a little bit of belief, especially in that weather. You don't want to be going in with a, a 12-point deficit, but they went in six points, feeling full of confidence. But, you know, Melbourne Storm, you know, I said it earlier in the week, they, 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 don't, they don't lose back-to-back games. And no. now they've lost... They lost against the, the Dogs in their first home game of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, credit to Canterbury. They came, went down there and, and did a job. But you, you'd expect them now, they, or they would have gone on their travels. Um, I imagine they had a tough week at training under, under Craig's Bellamy's stewardship. But, um, yeah, the, the, the number of errors were... Um, yeah, look, I, I know the weather was horrendous. Uh, it really was. There's no shying away from that, but... Um, you know, I, I can't envisage uh, Coach Bellamy using that as an excuse. Um, no, I can't either. Uh, I think it was 17 errors. And they're a, ridiculous. But like a 60-odd percent completion rate, which, you know, Melbourne, are, we talk about Melbourne always winning, winning round one. That record is, it is sensational. But, you know, for, for them, to, they usually start the season um, pretty much error-free, high completion rate. And that, that, that's enough for them. But yeah. um, yesterday, yeah, the conditions, like we keep saying, but um, it, it was, uh, you know, a very high-scoring game. But um, I think it's you know, credit to the Titans, but I think Melbourne beat themselves. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, there's no two ways about it. And look, we, we will look at the storm and see see what goes on. Hey, this is Footy Talk on Listener. We're going to take a break. Come back. So much to get through today. Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Uh, looking forward today, we've got we're at Belmore for the Tigers, uh, and that game is huge. Tigers taking on Canterbury, and then Canberra take on Cronulla down at the nation's capital in the last game. Um, so much to like about that. But um, for the West Tigers, they're back to the drawing board, and we've also got Canterbury, who obviously uh, will be looking to to work on that victory from last week against Melbourne. And then for the Raiders, it's it's not do or die by any means, but they've had two narrow losses, one to the Cowboys, then to the Dolphins. They'd be looking to get their um, account underway as well in the nation's capital in front of a home crowd. Matt, two great games of football this Sunday afternoon. Like, two great games. Like, if it wasn't for the um, Roosters, Rabbitohs, I think Canberra, um, Cronulla was the pick of the games. I, I, I really do. It's yeah. um, it's, a be- it's a belter. It's an absolute it, it, belter. It, it, who do you it, like it, Who do you like in the early game? Dogs and uh, I, I suspect I know the answer to this in Tigers. Come on, Ben. <laughs> yeah, well, Let's, we don't know. No, as look, we it, will it, unpack, it, it, as we it, will it, unpack <laughs> you have many allegiances. Many. Um, <laughs> so we actually don't know. We actually don't know. We actually don't know fully where your true loyalties lie in the NRL. But we'll get to that later. Uh, Mate, in the to, to, be game, fa- to be fair, to be fair, yeah. th- th- this this game yeah. here at Belmore, um, you know, the the Tigers were were woeful last week. There's no shying away from that. But yep. I believe there's a, a guy that uh, comes from England that's about to make his long-awaited return to NRL football on these shores. And he doesn't just make a difference for himself and his team, but everyone else around him. He drags people up and he'll embarrass you into 
into, into performing well and tying in and, and, and doing those little things. So expect to see, uh, if Bateman plays, expect to see a very different um, mentality and approach from this West Tigers outfit. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, all right, this is the Footy Talk, a listener podcast on a Sunday, recapping the Titans, too good for the Storm, 38 points to 34. The Cowboys were beaten by the Warriors. The Warriors get their second win of the year, 26 points to 12 on the road. And the Broncos late last night, too classy in the end for the Dragons, 40 points to 18. Tomorrow, Gordy and Emma Lawrence are back. This is the Footy Talk podcast, a listener podcast. Have a great Sunday. Sunday.